All right, Kiss Army. You wanted the best. You got the best. Now close your eyes. You're about to be podcast. It's alive. Okay, there's our proper introduction. We're waiting for Gary and Furt to show up. We had a little technical difficulty. But it's to be expected on the most exciting of days, Sonic Boom Day. Here we are. I actually had people call me up today and uh, wanted to talk, and I had to say, can't talk right now, I'm booming. Well, the album really came about because the album came about. You know, when you try to do something like a paint-by-numbers drawing, it just comes out like a paint-by-numbers drawing. We did it when we felt like it. The music came naturally. It felt, I don't know, like Kiss Reborn. We decided to circle the wagons and look at ourselves. You know, a real sort of, what is the tug of our heart? What's the heartbeat that makes Kiss what it is? <clears throat> Let's ignore the critics, the fashion fads. Let's not detune to lower D. Let's not rap. Let's not have synthesizers, strings, keyboards, guest musicians, nobody on the outside co-writing songs with us. Let's go back to album one. What did we do as a band? What we did as a band was we just played guitars, drums, and bass. That's what we did. And we wrote songs effortlessly. We didn't think about the marketplace or singles or any of that stuff. And that's what this record feels like. This sonic boom feels, I don't know, like Kiss Reborn. Paul produced it. Everybody had a great time. Everybody had a big mouth and contributed. And I have to tell you, I'm, I'm really impressed. There's not a ballad or a slow song on the record. It's a great album. Uh, I believe Gary's going to join us. I am here. Can you hear me? Yep, I can hear you. How you All doing right. Here? Hey, everybody. We're waiting for Ferk. Uh, you want to take our first caller? That'd be great. Hello, caller. This is Mike, man. Mike, hey, hey Mike. how's it going, Mike? Thanks. For hey, guys. Me. How you doing? Doing all right. Doing pretty good. It's, it's, it's Sonic, Sonic Boom, Boom Day. Day. How could it be anything other? This is this is like Christmas for Kiss fans, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I bought all of Walmart. Uh, their stock had to go up like. 30% today. <laughs> wow. Actually, by stock in Walmart, you bought stuff at Walmart. Yes, okay. and and just tore it through the roof. Okay, there's a big difference. Uh, I got uh, those new trading cards. Uh, of course, Sonic <laughs> Boom, new blankets. I picked up one of those because I'm a Kiss geek. We're also because you're a Kiss fan. Yeah, you're a Kiss <laughs> fan. You're not a geek. Who else oh, is thanks. there? I have to say, Sonic Boom is one of the best albums that they've done in a long, long time. Hey, who is this? Well, this is Dan Simmons. Oh, hey, man. How's it going? Uh, pretty good. All right. It's so you like the record, huh? Oh, uh, yeah, I really do. It's uh, pretty cool. You know, the only thing I have uh, that I don't like about it is uh, the Kids Classics album that came with it, the 15th oh, yeah? track. I didn't care for that. I mean, it just didn't. Some of the songs didn't sound just like it did on the album. Oh well, it's it's not going to. It, it's impossible. On the other yeah, hand, yeah, I know. 
you basically got it for free. So, what's your yeah, favorite track? Uh, all for the glory. Uh, what makes that one stand out for you? I guess in a way, I met Eric Singer once, and I kind of was waiting. I've been waiting for a long time for him to sing a song. That one is a really good song. I mean, it's got good drums in it. <laughs> well, I think the thing that is so cool about this record is that it's kind of a return to form in a sense where you get lead vocals and spotlights for everybody in the band. And, you know, I mean, we had that <coughs> 11 years ago when Psycho Circus came out. And yeah. uh, that was great. But what we didn't have is what I find is very strong on this record, which is a cohesive feeling of a band working together. And I don't know if you've watched all those studio clips that they've been putting up on KOL. Clearly, this is a band that, that's working together. And, uh, man, it, it's such a such a good thing to hear. It's clearly them playing on each other's tracks and singing vocals on each other's tracks. And, well, and yeah. calling and in, man. One more thing I'd like to add. Okay. Sure. Just is is if uh, Gene and Paul are actually listening to this, yeah. They need to they need to get a hold of who's ever doing this Walmart thing because I was at three or four stores and half of them didn't even have the stuff that they're supposed to have. Right. Uh, yeah. We a keep lot of a that. lot of Kiss fans are upset because the merchandise isn't here, and we're going to talk about that. A lot of Kiss fans are. Uh... <laughs> Well, well, thanks for calling, and we got a line full of uh, a bunch of people here waiting to talk. Uh, Thanks for calling. Thanks a lot. All right. God bless. Bye. Have a good night. Up next, I believe we have Ferk on the line. Or not. Ferkelstein? Hello. Ferk. Hey, Hey. there you are, buddy. You made it. Yeah, we, I've had some equipment problems, but I, I'm here. We're going to take another caller from the 240 Area Exchange. Hello, hey. 240. State hey. your username and real name if you want. My name is Bagboy, also known as Alex. How you doing? Hey, Bro, Alex. Okay. How's it going, buddy? Hey, Bagboy. Now, i got to tell you, this is the album that me and Fook have been waiting for. You remember we talked about it last time with the Kiss song, the Kiss band stuff? Oh, yeah. for the CD. I had the same Walmart issues. I had to go around the store. They actually had some of the stuff, but I had to go to different locations. I think I was able to walk off that McDonald's breakfast I got this morning at the Walmart because I was walking all over. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. But uh, the CD is excellent. Um, I mean, each song, stand that song, Yes, I Know Nobody's Perfect by Gene. I mean, come Rock on, on. When, he does that, when he says that line, come on, Pretty take cool. off your clothes, take them off, baby. That's a classic Gene Simmons line right there for you. For sure. And then uh, Eric and Tommy are stand-up musicians. I mean, I, I've been waiting for Tommy to sing. I'm a Tommy fan because, in my opinion, if you, you know, the sense of a kiss is if you have the honor to go on stage with Kiss, you need to be respected for that because that's not something everybody's got to do. Right. So to do that and, you know, having Tommy send me a guitar pick back in 2003 to finally hear him sing, I mean, he's a good singer, and holy cow, he sounds a little bit like Paul. I kind of wonder why he never, like, helped sing back up a bit more for the concerts. Gene, to me, sounded like Gene. It's, yeah. uh, we're, I don't know if you've been watching any of the clips on YouTube or Kiss Online or on the message boards. People are posting some great YouTube clips of the band playing live, and they're all singing a lot this time around. And what a remarkable yeah. difference from 2004. That was a great I, tour. I, Not, nothing wrong with that, yeah. but this is really a four-wheel drive thing going on now. But a week from tonight will be the first time I get to see Kiss. Oh, excellent. Awesome. 
Awesome. I've kind of, be, I've kind of refrained myself from the videos because I want to be able to soak up the magic. Right. I have just finished my Peter Chris outfit, the Catman costume. Nice. I've just finished Excellent. it. My friend's got boots that so he's going to let me borrow and stuff. And I've got the wig. I did a test run of the makeup. And so I'm looking forward. I don't know if any of you guys have ever been to D.C., but uh, there's a thing called the Metro. I'm sure, Gary, you probably like the subway. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, yeah, I've been in D.C., sure, sure. I've got to take the Metro for 40 minutes, dressed up and kiss, you know, costume. <laughs> so we are filming me walking through the Metro station onto the train and filming people's reactions. So we'll definitely put the video link up for you guys soon. Oh, that'd be so great. Yeah, yeah, YouTube. yeah. That's really, we'll put a link up to that on our, on our website because that's going to be awesome. I think Sonic Boom is a great album. I hope they put a few more songs in. With me, if they wanted to do the Alive 35 set list, I wouldn't be upset because I haven't seen Kiss. But I do want, but I do want to hear the new songs because, in my opinion, they spent money and promotion for this album. You need to get it out there. You need to shove it down people's faces. And it's called Sonic Boom. I remember talking about it when it, there was, you know, is it going to be Sonic Boom or 360? Sonic Boom is perfect. I've been near military bases. I've heard of Sonic Boom. When you right. hear a Sonic Boom, everybody turns around and looks, and that's what Kiss needs to do. That's what yeah, they're going to be on this late show. They need to get you to write their publicity. That's yeah, nicely that's like put. Three four seven eight five seven three one two six. So give us a call, gang. Uh, now we we mentioned three sixty, and we mentioned Sonic Boom. Are you guys happy with the title today, or would you have rather had it been three sixty, Mike? I'm used to Sonic Boom now. <laughs> I have no problem with it whatsoever. Okay. Ferg, what do you think? You know, as much as I've gotten used to Sonic Boom, I think a better title would have been Stand. I think that could have been a really good good album title. You know, this is Kiss after 11 years. You know, they, they've been through lineup changes. You know, it's no longer the original band. Some of the fans have turned their backs on them, whatever. And this is them taking their stand. Well, thanks for calling. We're going to go on to our next caller. You have a yeah, good night. Thanks a lot, guys. Right, thanks a lot. You guys rock out. Thanks. Thank you, man. Okay, our next caller. Hi, can you hear me? Yep. Yeah. Hi, this is Austin. Austin, hey, how's it going? Not hey, too bad. How about yourself? We're doing pretty good. We're going to kick this off proper. We are going to go track by track. Our first track is Modern Day Delilah. It goes a little something like this. <laughs> We all know it, we love it, we can't live without it. It's the first single off of Sonic Boom. What do you all think about it? Here's what I think about it. Well, I still remember when I saw your face. Well, thank you. That was fantastic. <laughs> Amazing. I'll tell you what I think of Modern Day Delilah. There's not a lot of things that could make me listen to a minute and 30 seconds over and over and over again. But when that clip came on Kiss Online a few months ago, and it was just that brief preview. I popped that on my iPod, and I listened to that on repeat play over and freaking over again because that song kicks ass. It's a great song. Yes, it is. Austin, let me ask you a question. Do you think it was the best choice for a single? No, I don't. What would you have preferred? I would have either chosen Stand or Say Yeah. I like Stand because it's anthemic and the kiss way and say yeah just rock all around okay mike what do you think what's your take on it as a single i think it was a good lead-in but uh, i can see stand being a follow-up and being much larger the two nights i saw them in detroit 
it went over really, really well. And I mean, I mean, it's a classic area to be at. People that were there had come in from around the world. I talked to a couple of guys that uh, had flown in from uh, Liverpool to see them. Nice. And uh, it wasn't that was John Paul George and Ringo, was it? Oh no, not quite. <laughs> yeah, I think if you're a guy from Liverpool, you're actually a lad. I believe they are lads. Yes, right. They're lads right. from Liverpool. Chris and uh, Ben and um, the whole crowd, though. When that song came on, everyone knew it. It was—I mean, it, it was very cool to see. I was kind of apprehensive to see how some of the diehards re- would receive it. Went over really, really well. Yeah, it sure did. I, I, I heard the audio. I saw the video. My my take on that as the single though is that I think it's the right choice. There's, I grew up. You know, my first full band Kiss record was Kiss Alive, and that album is full of songs of these four guys, you know, singing about, you know, dangerous chicks that you meet and, you know, watch out because she's a strutter and she walks mm-hmm. by moonlight and all this stuff. And th- that's no, it's kind of a return to form with modern day Delilah, you know, to have Gene and Paul sharing those chorus vocals uh, about, a, you know, a dangerous woman. You got to be careful, you know, and it just sure. really worked. Somehow it was a, a real heavy, hard song that worked perfectly. Hey, Austin. Yep. One other question. What do you think of the cover now that you've had time to live with it? A lot of people, when it first uh, popped out, they, they weren't too happy with it. Does it look like a Kiss album cover yet? I've loved it ever since it came out. You know, Me I've too. always thought that the the Kiss album covers have been, every single one of them has been unique in their own way, and this one is definitely no different. Well, to me, it definitely looks like a Kiss album cover now. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, is there anything you'd like to touch on, like least favorite track, Austin? I don't think there is a weak track on this album, but my least favorite would probably probably be "I'm an Animal." Uh-huh. It's just not 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 particularly my style, but okay. you know, it's it's definitely a, a good track. It doesn't hamper the album in any way. Um, I was very impressed with Mr. Tommy Thayer's solo. I'm going to hit us with a little bit of that if you guys don't mind. I know we've all heard it, but God, it sounds so good. He told us to rock on. Uh, Austin, we're going to move on and grab another caller, if that's okay with you. Absolutely. You guys do an awesome job. Well, thank you very much, and thank you for being part of the show. We we wouldn't wouldn't be if it weren't for people like you. Next caller. Hello, mystery caller. How are you? Please state your name. Hello, Hello? 316. Hello. Hi. This is Sean. We're getting holiday. Welcome to Podkiss. How are we doing, buddy? So what's your favorite track on the album? When Lightning Strikes. Okay, now uh, what makes When Lightning Strikes uh, a, a standout track for you? I think Tommy's vocals on it. I didn't know he could sing that well, and I think it's my favorite vocal performance on the album. Okay, what's your least favorite track? 
Another hard question. Um, yeah. <laughs> There's no bad tracks. There really isn't. I mean, the the weakest track is still uh, better than a lot of whole albums, you know? <laughs> sure. It's seriously, I would have to say, what is the last album that was as cohesive as this album in Preachers. your guys' mind? Preachers. Preachers? Preachers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. And Sunset Focus is my favorite record. But when it comes to sheer, sheer cohesiveness, Preachers of the Night, and by far, is the most cohesive before this one. Yeah, and Ferk, you and I talked about this, I guess about, wow, almost... Uh, two or three years ago when we did our Creatures show. Everybody go and download that right now. But uh, we talked about how, uh, you know, strange it is that it, with Creatures, there was, you know, there were different musicians and different sort of uh, groupings of, of artists making the songs, but somehow that album just hangs together beautifully. It's a very cohesive record. It really does. Yep. Yeah. It just kind of catches that same vibe. Not that it sounds like Creatures, but that, it, you know, it just feels like one cohesive record. Right. Yes, it does. That is the word for tonight, because that was a word that I was going to pick, too. It it has a united feel to it, and you can tell that everyone's given 110%. It's it's good across the board. I mean, everyone stands out. It's just really, really well done. Did you guys watch the uh, Paul and Tommy talking about writing these songs and going to Yeah. And they touch on that. It's really clear that this was a band effort. You can tell. As a matter of fact, let's talk about <laughs> another outstanding track, track two. Uh, Russian Roulette. We'll Love it. give a little intro. And we'll hop into the chorus. I really like that. Uh, yeah, me too. Yeah. And I hey, love Ferg. the bass slides on that. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. The, the bass it's work a is fun awesome. song, but everyone has to have a least favorite, and that would have to be mine on the record. Hey, man, let me ask you a question as the drummer. Okay. Uh, what, am I, I hope I'm saying this right. They go from, you know, half time, they go half to double time. Is that what's happening? It's, yeah, that's what it sounds like to me. That's kind of the reason why I don't like it. It, it feels like a lot of the song, like, the verse is one song, and the chorus is one song, and it just feels like they kind of match together. Yeah, for me... It's, I mean, it's a really good song, and I really do enjoy it, but if I have to pick a least favorite on the record, it's this one. Gotcha. Yeah, for me, it rocks. I, I, I You know, they've had a demo of, of a song called Russian Roulette by Gene that's been floating around for a long time, uh-huh. and this is just uh, a massively impressive song that... Um, it just kills. I, I really like it. Uh, other people, thoughts? Gary, real quick, I have to interject something. Um, I'm, as I've told you guys, I'm outside on the cell phone. It, it is thunderstorming. I've got to go. You guys have a great show. Okay. Uh, Rock you... on. All right, go for it, man. Good talking to you. Everybody have a good one. I'll talk to you all on Pop Tips 25. As far as, like, Russian roulette, though, I after the uh, takeoff with modern-day Delilah, having Gene blow in with that one, it just felt right. It was a good lead-in for him. Yeah, and that intro, that... Uh kind of machine gun drum intro. And then right before the chorus where they pick up the tempo. Yeah. I love that. I just, I 
instantly smiled when I heard that on the drive back from Walmart last night. <laughs> <laughs> on the drive back from Walmart. Anybody curious about what Trout Player thinks about this? Very curious. Trout, that's your introduction. Oh, really? Okay. First, I just... <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Trout Player. Uh, hello, you know everybody. Him, you love him, you can't live without him. Yeah, yeah. Um, first, I just want to say farewell to James. We always just keep missing each other. And um, Actually, he heard uh, you was coming on and then... I'm, I'm kind of blindly calling in. What, what has been discussed so far, actually? We're up to Russian well, we're, we're actually done discussing the entire album. Yeah, we were oh, just waiting wow. for you to show up. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. We were, uh, we're, we're on track two, Russian Roulette. <laughs> You're on with uh, me, Gary, uh, Ken, and uh, Mike Man is here as well. I'm losing track. All right, hello, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> hello. Hooligans Holiday, I think, is here as yeah, well, Hooligans right? Holiday yeah. 316. Yeah. Oh, we have a, we we have a packed have, house tonight, We apparently. also have another caller from the 216 area code. Who is this? This is Bear Frog from the HQ. All right, Bear oh, wow. Frog, how's it going? Uh, you know, hey. qu- being quasi-homeless has its perks. It's ups and downs. <laughs> being homeless is never... Wow, that's a whole different podcast. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I said quasi, not exactly. Quasi. Okay. <laughs> Quasimodo, okay. I- I'm sorry, i gotta, I got to interject here. Um, Trout, this is your first new... Kiss record. Am I right? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Talk, talk about that, because that's that's why we that's part of why we wanted you on the show. The fact that it isn't my new my first new Kiss record, and um, you know, it's everybody's been kind of everybody else who's been a fan from seventies, eighties, and nineties. They've they've all been uh, in my mind a little spoiled in as much as they've had so many cool things, and yes. you know, this is first my first real uh, experience with going into a store and buying. Um, you know the new Kiss record, and it's just, it, I don't know. It just I I love the feeling when I just I slapped down my twelve dollars as I walked out. I I don't know. It was an indescribable feeling. I just uh, I just felt so proud, and uh, wow. you know, and uh, you guys are even been luckier since you guys have had that opportunity twenty you know thirty times with the number of compilations and studio records throughout the years. I don't hate it. Yeah. He's saying we're yeah. old is what he's saying. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Every yeah, time it's I buy a uh, Kiss record, I lose more hair. That's how aging works. <laughs> yeah. you know, when, when you're looking at the CD, you see more hair falling on it than the last time. <laughs> well, let's let's move into track number three, Never Enough. That is that is the shortest version of Never Enough you're ever going to hear. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you guys think about this track? Apparently Kiss covered nothing but a good time. Yeah. Now, now you, it's weird because check this out. Yes. I don't hear it. <laughs> raise, raise your hand when it transferred from yeah. one to the other. <laughs> it's like uh, we can all see raising hand on the radio. It's yeah. like going to the ear doctor and it's like, can you, okay, is this better or is this better? Beep, beep. Yeah. <laughs> so will there be a lawsuit based on never enough? 
I don't no. know. I think I no. could easily come back and say, well, how about your entire musical style, you know? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Po- Poison doesn't care. Poison doesn't care. No, they don't care. You know, the Rolling Stones had that song a few years ago, uh, Has Anybody Seen My Baby? Okay. And one of the coolest things is that they co-credited it to Katie Lang because she had written a song called Constant Cravings. And I guess when they wrote, when the Stones wrote their song, they had Katie Lang's song in their head, and mm-hmm. it and it crept into the melody. The, the songs are very similar, so they credited her, which I think was really wow. cool. I don't know if Paul Stanley consciously was trying to rewrite this song, but it, the the similarities are very obvious. Seven eight six area code, are you on? Hello, it's oh. me, Kevin. Hey, Kevin, Kevin, how we doing? Hey, Kevin, how you doing? <laughs> how is your sonic well, boom uh, day going? I ran into a situation at Walmart because uh, you know was buying my products and they thought that I was doing something wrong, which I was not. And, you know, I had to travel to all different places. Wait a second. So you were buying too much merchandise at Walmart? Yeah. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, I've never heard of that before. Well, uh, I bought all the stuff that I found, you know, so uh, they just, you know, thought that something was going on, but they were wrong, you know? Sure. Wow. Hey, Kev, what's your favorite track on the album? I have to say, uh, you know, the Glory song. I think that All for the Glory is a good song. and Very cool. Very good. Very now, good. What, do you, what do you think of Never Enough? What do you think of that song? Uh, I think it's too poisonous, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but let's make it clear. The rest of the song sounds nothing like poison. Correct. It's when actually I first... one of the favorite tracks on the album of mine. Now, Kevin, do you think it's going to break down to where, like, you're going to have your mother and your friends and, and your girlfriend and people go into Walmart and buy stuff for you? Uh, no, I have ways of uh, saving my money. I have ways of uh, getting things when I can't do it, <laughs> you know. So I have no trouble, you know. Very good. Ladies I work... and gentlemen, Kevin is in trouble with certain Walmart stores because yes. he's buying too much Kiss merchandise. Gene, do you hear this? Gene, yeah. you got to do something about this. Yes. This man Kevin. wants to give you money, and Walmart is not... This would never happen to Target. Walmart is not allowing... <laughs> Nicely put. Nicely put. Kevin, <laughs> Kevin, we yes. want to tell everybody to check out your podcast, uh, podcast actually, and uh, there's links on the podcast site to get to it. Yeah. Um, we're going to take another caller, but thanks for calling. Thanks a lot, bro. You're welcome. All right, our next caller is on the air now. Hello, caller. Hello, guys. <laughs> Hello. Oh, you guys hey. can hear me? Yes, we can hear what? you, sir. Ah, I finally got to you guys. Uh, that's uh, Love Gun from FAQ. Hey, oh. Love Gun! Hey, what's up, man? Oh, my God, hey. Yeah. Who am I talking to now? Am I who's, who's, you know, who's on the line? All right, you got Gary right here. Okay, Mike? yeah. You got Gary, Ken, Trout, and Mike. Oh, that's and, nice. the three, and the Three Stooges. Hello! Hello! Stop well, talking! Uh, yeah, that's a nice welcome. <laughs> that was a sonic boom. <laughs> oh my, you wacky kids. Uh, so, Adrian, love guns, yep. welcome to the show. Uh, yeah. No uh, Psycho Circus puns there. We're up to track four, Nobody's Perfect. We're going to play a little bit of that for you. Nobody's perfect! 
listen, let me just say it. This track nearly brought me to tears. It's the sound of the car with the roof down and the sun and the wind blowing by and summer and girls and fun and parties. This is classic Kiss. This is exactly what I wanted. It's my favorite track on the album. Thank you very much, Gene Simmons. Oh, yeah, this track is heaven, guys. This is just heaven. It's perfect. I mean, this is by far my favorite uh, song of the album. And, really? You know, yeah, I always say this is a... It sounds like a song of... Uh, See you in your dreams and uh, yeah. love him, leave him, right? Yes. Really? Yeah. 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 yeah you, you know, you it has a similar baseline from See you in your it, dreams, right? It has that yeah. feel to it. Yeah, the same feel to it. Yeah, you can Yeah, more like that. Similar yeah. vibe. And I think Tommy knew that too, because he, he, you know, he sort of gives a nod to that solo too. Oh yeah. Great solo, great guitar work. Oh, fantastic bass playing is, it's my yeah. favorite track too. Classic lineups all over the song, like even in in the drumming, you know. Yeah. You have, uh, you know, the line from Strutter. Yeah. You have a similar drumming from uh, Ladies Room. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Which part I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, when, when Gene sings, uh, You're Such a Jewel on the Rough. You yeah. Have uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the song I that me, yes, I know sure. part. I yeah, totally that. hear that. Yeah. Wow. Can, 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 let me just break my silence for a minute and just say that this is probably my dream Gene Simmons track. Wow. And, um, yeah, because... From the moment that I heard, when I first became a fan and found out that Kiss had no plans to record a new record, I just hoped that, that one day Gene would come out with a song that sounded like this. When I first heard this tune, I just, I just, I just had chills because it was just to me, it's the perfect song, and it's like every like so far, it's like other people, it's my oh, favorite know. track on the album. Nobody. Yeah. I think it's the second closest class of Gene. Yeah, this song does come awfully close. Yeah. We have a caller from the 503 area code on now. Yo, how's everybody doing tonight? Pretty good. Hey, who's this? Hey, buddy. Hey, Big Ken, it's Roland. How you doing, man? Roland, oh my God, how are we doing? Red Falcon is his username. Nice. The, the Falcon's in the room. The Falcon's in the house. You know, I held off till today. It's just, um, I'm almost speechless. I didn't really think it was possible. It is just such a fan fantastic album awesome. um uh, praise be to tommy thayer i mean this guy has kept just kiss moving and shaking for so long he's finally getting all the props that he deserves mm-hmm. and boy does he deserve it i mean i i can't i can't think of a more quintessential kiss guitar player hey freely <laughs> <laughs> Well, someone had to go there, didn't they? <laughs> you know, you got you just you got to give the man um, uh, the credit he's due for taking the role, for getting all the flack he's gotten, and for just shining on this album. It's really oh, just because yeah. because his playing is in its own way a tribute to Ace Freely, and sure. in its own way, it's got its own uh, it's got its own style to it. I would have to agree with that, uh, it, Roland. Well, actually, first, what's your favorite song on the album? Uh, you know, Yes, I Know is just, I, I mean, I started being a, a Kiss fan when I was six years old. Uh, Alive was the first album, and then the first three albums, and then Destroyer. And those old, old classic Gene Simmons songs. Uh, the heavy metal Beatles, the idea that of what Kiss was supposed to be in the beginning. This goes right back to it, and it just takes me right back there. It's such a fun it might be the catchiest Kiss song I've ever heard, ever. Wow. 
And then I mean, how can you just not right? love that song? Yeah, I may I agree. I may agree. <laughs> I, I, I'm so proud of Tommy, proud of Eric. I mean, they do a great job on their vocals. I think uh, both stand and say, yeah, have an opportunity to be one of the greatest Kiss anthems of all time. I, I mean, what can you say? It's just, it's like a dream, this album. It's unbelievable. Funny you should mention stand because... There's a photograph from 1983, and it's uh, a picture taken from the Creatures tour. Mm-hmm. And it's Gene with a badass look on his face giving Paul a piggyback ride. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> yeah, I know that song one. is the soundtrack to that photograph. I remember that. That's a great photo. Yeah. I'm thinking Stan's going to be a, a staple at all heavy metal weddings from like here on up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, Ken, Ken, talk to you soon, bro. Guys, thanks for doing this podcast. It's really, really fun. Thanks, you guys. Well, I thank appreciate you, it. thank you, and thank you for awesome. being part of it, and thank you for all the joy you bring to the, all the boards you're on, and you're just a really good guy, and I'm, I'm glad to finally talk to you. Yep. Thank you, sir. Me, too. All right. Our next Take caller? care, guys. All right. Yeah. Our next caller is from the 415 area code. Ah. 415? Hey, guys. How are we doing? Hi. Hello. Yes, who? Julian. Hey. Oh. Hey. Wow. My boss. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I called in late enough to uh, miss the discussion about poison, thank God. <laughs> in France, it's poisson. No. Poisson? Okay. <laughs> well, that sounds more like fish, but... Uh, hey, there you go. Ah. Ah. Uh, Julian, what's your favorite track on the album? I'm going to go with Say Yeah. Say Yeah. Very yeah. good. You know, I've lived with this album for a few weeks, but that one, uh, you know, there's some good anthems. Stand is a fantastic anthem. I've got one big problem with that song is before it goes into the chorus, it feels like Raise Your Glasses. Huh. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, apart from that, it's a great song. But i got to go with uh, Say Yeah as, uh, as my pick for the and album. And your least favorite? Oh, When Lightning Strikes. It's just, really? Uh, really? It's hmm. a great song. It's just too contrived. It's too trying to really fit... Tommy into that character, you know, it, it, it's almost like it's desperate to say, hey, you know, I'm I'm the character, you know, accept me. It's a good song. I don't know, I think it's pretty groovy. Yeah, no. I would say I'm an Animal was the most contrived song on the album, if there is one. Well, Trout, I hope you enjoyed being on the show. No. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Hey, hey, hey now. I'm just absorbing the knowledge here. I'm just absorbing it all. I got to say, when I I heard uh, In uh, In Your Face, the song that was an outtake, track 11 or whatever from uh, Psycho Circus, written by Gene for Ace to sing, I said, man, it does not get more contrived than this, and I still (laughs) maintain that. I think that, uh, I I feel like that was such a, a blatant attempt to be like, this is the Ace Fraley comeback song, everybody. But this and, is Kiss uh, we're talking about. Everything's got to be contrived to some level. Right. right. This is true. Right. Uh, uh, Julian, does, does uh, Say Yeah kind of give you a, a, the same vibe as Goodbye from Paul's record? Uh, well, it's uh, got definite overtones of uh, his solo album, that's for yeah. sure. Sure. 
you know, we, we one word we talked about uh, earlier as one word to describe the album, cohesive, is mm. definitely one word. I think another word to use would be blender. There's times that I'm listening to this album, I hear bits from Asylum, bits from Lick It Up, bits sure. from Dress to Oh, Kill. yeah, definitely. And even Paul says that, you know? Yeah. yeah, and it's amazing because it's almost like this album is written almost like a love letter to us. And and I know nobody said that in the band or anything, but like yeah. earlier Trout yeah. mentioned, uh, you know, parts of See You in Your Dreams Tonight and and just little touches in the solos and, and the, the vocal parts. And it's just like, I, I, I know that. See You in Your Dreams. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? I mentioned uh, See You in Your Dreams. Oh, Give okay. me credit for that. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. <laughs> to are, quote are, are, Peter from uh, Tomorrow's Show. I want yeah. credit for that. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, are there any moments that stand out like that for you guys? We'll start with sure. Mike. Yeah, with uh, when I heard Hot and Cold, I immediately had like a, a Asylum vibe with a little Lick It Up thrown in there. I, I definitely felt that on that particular track. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Love Guns? Uh, never enough, right? The the opening, uh, the opening, and then it, re- it repeats right after the solo. Mm-hmm. You know which part I'm talking about? Never enough. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's in the opening, and then it repeats after the solo. It's mm-hmm. really similar to the um, to the part right before the solo in uh, "You're All That I Want." Oh, sure. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. With the bass, yeah right? Absolutely. I, yeah. That yeah. that's what I heard right away. Trout. Um, I'm not sure about musically, but uh, I think lyrically, Stand is kind of a sister song to We Are One. At least that's the way I've kind of taken it. A lot sure. of people have kind of applied their own, you know, what they think the song is about. But I think it's, to me, it's kind of a song that says, you know, that Kiss will always, you know, stand with us, the fans, throughout our lives. And uh, mm-hmm. and um, actually, this song to me sounds like a Slade song, actually. Uh, not just in one in particular, but a number of them. I think the the chorus sounds just like a big slave, you know, chorus, and and uh, it also reminds me of another of a of a Motown song, the, the Four Tops, uh, Reach Out, I'll Be There. Oh yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Exactly, and uh, actually the the lyric in there, the just look over your shoulder, which people have said yeah. it's a Mike Jackson reference. Yeah. But, uh, I take it as a kind of a nod to the Motown era. Yeah, yeah, the old Motown. You're, you're absolutely right. Well, Julian? what's that bit? There's a, the, you know that song, uh, oh, uh, Nowhere to Run from Killers. There's that yeah. bit, it's not going to happen twice. Uh, yeah. That is from a Motown song, and I can't I can't put my finger on it. But you know what I'm talking about? I'm trying to go through my files in my head here. Um, I love you. You know I do. Yes, I do. And you know it's true. Um I, I'm trying to think of the artist, but that's that's how the chorus to that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, let's take another caller. Uh, hello, caller. Hi, can you hear me? Yes, yeah. we can, sir. Oh, yep. good. It's it's Podkiss Jeff. It's Podkiss Jeff. <laughs> Jeff. Jeff from Canada. Yeah, oh, it's man. about time you heard me. I was probably the two other uh, mystery calls that you had. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, Jeff, we're going to have you stick around. We're going to have you stick around and join the roundtable. Let's grab this other caller here. Hello, caller? Hey, would that be me? That would be you, sir. Gentlemen, great show. This is Mandrake Gray. Mandrake Gray in the house. Good to talk to you, finally. I love what you guys are doing with the podcast and uh, 
what better subject matter than what we're talking about tonight. Have you sure. been boomed today? I've been booming for a couple of weeks, but I officially boomed at Walmart today. Nice. Did you get any on anybody? <laughs> you weren't arrested. <laughs> Were you escorted from the premises? Uh, I was not captured on film anyway. Did anybody catch the part with uh, Kevin Warcraft was getting in trouble at Walmart for yes, buying too much, for buying too much stuff? No, I didn't hear <laughs> That's that. incredible. Seriously, he was on earlier. And yeah, yeah, I know, said, but I was trying to call at the time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he, he said that he was trying to purchase more stuff, yeah. and they actually said, that's enough. Really? Because <laughs> they incredible. thought he was like probably going to sell it somewhere else. <laughs> and when you think oh, about man. it, you can, you know, you know, when you think about it, you can buy a, a concert shirt for Sonic Boom at the concert for $40, yeah. or you can buy one for $5 at Walmart. Well, you know, Gene yeah, would kill them for that. <laughs> yeah, Gene's going to raise hell at the next Walmart meeting. Yeah, he would blow up the building. Uh, Mandrake, what's your favorite track on the album? Well, first, I'm not sure who referenced it as contrived earlier, but um, whoever did can kiss my backside. Uh, that was me. Uh, I'm an animal, hands down, is my favorite oh, no, that track. Was Trout. That was Trout. That was Greg. That was Greg. I'm a oh, fan of every... I really, guy. truly think the album's solid, and I honestly like, to a certain degree, every song on the record, but mm-hmm. I've always kind of favored the heavier material, and when uh, when that's delivered by Gene, it's a win-win for me. And I just think uh, Paul wrote him the perfect vehicle in that song, and uh, this, they just deliver it 100%. It's great. You're Black Sabbath. Track. Yeah, it, the the main riff underneath it reminds me of a couple of the riffs that you heard on the Carnival's release, and uh, there's some War Machine. There's some Creatures elements to the main riff, and maybe some Revenge in the overall sound of that song. But yeah, um, I, hear, I hear Sabbath too. I hear Mount. Yeah. Sure, As a yeah. matter of fact, I, I, hear, I hear a bit of Metallica in there somewhere. Yeah. Like low plotting. You get yeah. the sense that they really wanted to have a heavy track on the record when they cut that one, when you compare it to the rest of the songs on the album. Yeah, it's the heaviest, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think really the, the aesthetic for the record was just making yeah. quality songs, catchy songs, and uh, they really succeeded on that across the board. And we were talking I, earlier about the kind of um, the love letter to the Kiss Army where they didn't overlook any of the eras. And this is sort of... Uh, a validation for all the fans like me who love Carnival of Souls and love that heavier, like like Mandrake was saying, that heavier, darker kiss. I'm right. definitely happy that that song was on the record. Sure. Absolutely. And the scream at the end. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Oh, that's one of the highlights, man. Yes. I, just, uh, yes. I can't get enough of it. I, I, how many copies have you guys purchased? Did you just purchase one for yourself, or yeah. did you go Only in and buy more than one? I bought two. I bought two. I'm I waiting for vinyl. <laughs> I want I want vinyl. I definitely want vinyl. Okay, yeah, I Andrew? picked up a couple, and uh, I think with the intention of maybe uh, some gift giving down the road, and yeah. um, with that price, and you know, I'll be honest, I really hope the band has a a big opening week with their initial week. So I figured if I'm going to buy more than one copy, I'll make it the first week it's available. Nice. Okay, cool. I, I'm wondering if the Kiss Corners aren't aren't out right yet, just because of that, to sell albums instead of other merchandise right now. Well, I don't know if you guys have been addressing that topic tonight, but I'll share my situation earlier today. Is uh, when I went to the Walmart, I have three in my area, 
and uh, the one I went to, uh, the lady working there, uh, it wasn't set up, okay, and the, uh, the Sonic Boom CD was clearly stocked under the new releases end cap only, and this is the lunch hour today, and I went up to the lady working in the music department, I'm like, hey, I, I understand there's supposed to be a KISS display, where is that at? And she explained it away by saying, we were told that our store's not big enough, really? even though they're listed as one of the destinations to have the, the corner, mm -hmm. and uh, that maybe the end cap somewhere else in the building, and it wasn't. So there is some inconsist inconsistencies going on, and that should be of a concern uh, to the band. One question I have to ask, Mandrake. This, this woman that worked there, was she too hot or too cold? Uh, <laughs> You guys are probably wondering that went on a little too long. I could I, I could not leave that solo out of that. Yeah, because yeah. great solo, great great harmonies at the end too. Oh yeah, yep. definitely. That's the only track that fades out. I think that's a classic Kiss song. That yeah. one is definitely. I'm going to say this: by far the closest to a classic Gene sounding song on the album. By far, right. at least right. at least the chorus, like. The chorus could have been on a 70s kiss album. It could have been Ladies' Room, Plaster Cast, or whatever, whatever. Right. Yeah, one of the two most 70s sounding. The other one is, uh, Yes, I Know. Yeah. Yes, I Know is a great tune, yeah. I found the same. Kind of like uh, Ladies' Room or something like that type of Yeah, deal. exactly. Same vibe, you know. It can be yep. easy on rock and roll over. Yep, yep, yeah. excellent. The thing I'm really vocals. looking forward to doing is popping this on my iPod and then setting the KISS songs on shuffle. And I'm really, I'm really looking forward to kind of hearing these songs pop up in random order mixed with the rest of the KISS catalog. Yeah, that's be, true. I think it'll be really cool to see how they fit in, and I think they're going to fit in really well. Yeah. I think oh, a lot of fanfare. You <laughs> know <laughs> what I'm hoping it morphs into is for the tour, like another leg that they come through Canada, of course, again, or everywhere, and have the Sonic Boom album played, and then as the encore, maybe some classics. Oh, that'd be sure. great. Yeah, that would be awesome. Did yeah. someone just reference yeah. Fanfare? Did I miss that? Yeah, yeah, someone said <laughs> <laughs> like Fanfare. I think several people touched on this, though, but it's it's hard to pick a really bad song on this. It's 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 an album on your first on your first way through. They're they're uh, like instantly a smile. It, yeah, they're, well, they're like instantly identifiable you you pick something out and you remember it i i know like it just it just fits they yeah it's it, back it to the, like the, the, the it's not a good goes, there's not the a bad song thing. on the album yeah, yeah you, right. you don't pick a bad song off of it you pick a least favorite 
Yeah, <laughs> right. There you go. There you go. Exactly. Uh, I'm happy to have a Kiss CD where uh, the skip button, and I'm not saying I do that with other ones, but uh, I have not even considered that with this record. I just let it play through. Yeah. Oh, right. you skipped through a couple on Hot in the Shade. I know you. No, I, I, I will own up to that. <laughs> okay, I've guys. I skipped it a few times. Okay, guys, here, here's the thing. We've got 32 minutes left and uh, probably half the album to go. We're going to take this caller, and then after that, what we're going to do is play each song, yeah. and then we're going to go around the room, okay? Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Because we're, like, kind of stepping on each other. And I can't. Thank you for wrangling us, because, like, you're doing an admirable job. I don't know if I could do this. Oh. Just don't forget about Greg. Far out, man. Right on. Okay. We, we won't. And, and, if, and if I do forget you, you, you speak up, okay? I will. All right. I will. Two six area code. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, how you guys doing? Pretty hey. good. Good. Hey, I'm calling from uh, Wisconsin, actually. Okay, we won't hold that against you. So I'm kind of at work now. I kind of I'm in charge of a hospital. I'm a, I was for a long time, uh, like almost like a closet Kiss freak. I've been a Kiss fan since '76, and now it's kind of nice that Kiss is coming out in the open, uh, where a lot of people, I mean, even my kids now. I have a daughter who's 17, a son who's 13. Nice. I'm taking my son to the Chicago show. Actually, very fired up awesome. and so about it. So I'm Excellent. so glad. That, I'm glad that they came out with this album. Um, the other thing I was bummed out on, uh, I couldn't, I didn't know if you guys had uh, talked about this earlier about the whole Walmart issue. Some Walmart's not carrying or not having the Kiss displays up. Yeah. yeah. I, I drove around this morning and it just absolutely drove me nuts. I mean, because I work third shift, so kind of was up to like almost noon. I finally got a copy of it. Listen to it. I think it is classic Kiss. Um, my favorite song is Say uh, Say Yeah. Mm-hmm. To me, it's a classic Paul Stanley thing, kind of like a like a million to one was, like on Look It Up, where all the other ones are hard rocking, but there's, there's this one Paul Stanley gem song that's on there that kind of like got me. It's a good CD overall. Very good. If I can say something real quick about the Walmart things. At the Walmart I went to, they didn't have the Kiss Corner set up because I was there at midnight saying, hey, give me this album. But they were stopped on Kiss CDs, like, 20 copies of Rock and Roll Over and, like, a bunch of copies of Dress to Kill and the Very Best of Kiss, mm-hmm. like, completely stopped on CDs. Are there any Kiss CDs that you're not seeing at Walmart when you guys are going to Walmart? None of sure. the unmasked albums. Yeah, no non-makeup stuff. No. Right. Yeah. I don't see the Elder anywhere, man. It's no. <laughs> <laughs> no. My Walmart has a lot of uh, the new CDs, Sonic Boom. Has a lot of those. Plenty of those. Good. Well, you guys have a good night, okay? Yeah, well, take thank care. you Thanks for, for calling. In. And uh, you know, your son and daughter probably could use a copy of Sonic Boom for themselves for Christmas. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We're getting everything Kiss for Christmas. You better believe it. I got a long list already. I'm the and I'm the secret Kiss fan at the hospital where I work, so I I, I feel that. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Take care. All right. God bless. Thanks, Thanks man. You later. Bye. Okay. Our next song is mm-hmm. All for the Glory. Yeah, it's a great song.
this is Eric Singer of KISS, and you're listening to Podkissed. Okay, going around the room. Jeff, what do you think of that track? Uh, that's a great song. I think it could be a single on the radio. Uh, Eric's voice is fresh in there. Uh, we tried to talk about this in Myrtle Beach there, Mike and I with him yeah. there. And uh, he said it was a cool song. I agree, it's a cool song. You know, out on the street, my heart starts to beat like a drum, you know. He's the drummer there. Um, all for the glory, talking about it. We're all for one. We're all for the glory. It's almost like, you know, talking about how tight they are together, band-wise, you know, letting the people know that. That's how I feel of that. The song is fresh enough um, that it's a Kiss song, but it's fresh enough for today's uh, radio, I feel, more even than modern-day Delilah, as far as feel, you know, it's a more catchier tune. Uh, toe tap and type two. Mike, uh, great vocals by Eric. I mean, really, really nice. Um, do you get that uh, at the, towards the beginning? Uh, a little bit of that "Gimme Shelter" from the Rolling Stones feel to it. You get kind of get that. Yeah. Is it just me? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Oh, it's, just, it's just me. <laughs> but yeah, I, I really I like it. I, I'm really glad that uh, he got to be a focal point on this album. Uh, really nicely done. Uh, Adrian? Uh, you know, it's one of my favorite uh, tracks on the album. It's it's so, you know, it's so fast, it's so powerful, and, you know, it's something you can really sing along to, you know, the the, the chorus. It's really powerful, kind of like uh, Raise Your Glasses. It's like, uh, no, there's a, you can feel the pride in that song, you know? Sure. Definitely. Yeah, real, real pride, and, uh, I don't know, I just feel, you know, it's a really powerful track, and Eric's vocals are amazing. You know, I was never really a fan of his vocals before. Well, you know, I'm not saying that he's a bad singer, but well, he's Eric's singer, but he's Eric. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he never really. No, but, but on this album, he sounds he sounds just great. You know. Yeah. Absolutely. Trout, what do you think? Well, I think it's a great song, but and I think it should be noted that I think. Well, discounting um, Black Diamond from Jigoku at Sudan, I think this is probably the first um, in-studio Eric Singer vocal. And uh, I think, you know, he did a great job. And it's it's a song that I think that um, it's it's one that I can't get out of my head, you know. And even after listening to the whole CD, it's, this is the one that's, that's kind of stuck in my head, at least for today. Kiss has been blessed with three great singers as drummers. I mean, each one of them could do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Sure. right. right. And this continues right. on in that tradition. Gary, what do you think? Uh, I think it's a good song. I think that uh, his singing is excellent. And uh, I think, was it Mike or Jeff was saying about uh, this could be marketed as uh, a single, single in its own right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And, and I'll I was tell saying you, that. Yep. I'm going to say this, and this could elicit a lot of cringes, but there's a, a Radio Disney vibe to it, and that it's not an insult young kids are listening to rock and roll again. Right, and, right. And the pop music that's being created by all the artists who, you know, people are quick to dismiss and make fun of, that pop music is rock pop music. Yeah. yeah. And that's right. not a bad thing. It's fine. And uh, I, I hear that in this song, and, it, and that doesn't... Exactly. The, yeah, the metal I definitely agree. Yeah, it's very poppy. Very good. Very good. Right, Exactly. Single. Okay, <laughs> up next for the round tables uh, discussion, track eight, Dangerous. Yeah. 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 
right, I'm going to take the, the first one on this. Um, the thing I love about that chorus is how the, the call and answer chorus. Mm-hmm. You guys know what I'm mm-hmm. talking yeah. about? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And not just on this song, but on the whole album, everybody is singing on everybody's tracks. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that is something that is so awesome and it has been missing. Uh, earlier in stand, I mean, I'm a sucker for whenever Gene and Paul would do those call and answer verses, whether Absolutely. it be in uh, sh- mm-hmm. Shout It Out yeah. Loud or whatever. Sure. And this is something I really like about this track. Yeah. Uh, it, this track hasn't hit me as much as the other songs on the album for whatever reason. Doesn't mean I don't like it. Uh, it just it's just not the one that's hitting me over the head right now. Uh, Jeff, uh, this one uh, did hit me over the head. I like it a lot. Danger us to me. This is new kiss to me. Um, I love the riff on it. I love the leads on it. I love Paul's vocals on it. Uh, the actual uh, lyrics to it. You know, too much trouble, double that tough. You know, stuff like that. It's a, it's a great, great song all around. I thought another single too that it could be, but one that sounds uh, like the, the all for the glory was it like what um, uh, Gary had talked about, poppy more and that stuff. This one here is more like a Kiss, new refresh stuff. I feel yeah. they could go in a new direction or keep going in a direction uh, on doing this stuff here. But great, great all round tune. One of my favorites. Excellent. I'm going to sneak in here since I oh, was okay. forgotten for All for the Glory. And I tried sneaking in, you guys. All right. I'm, uh, real quick on All for the Glory. When I first heard the album, I thought that was the best song on it. And I think Modern Day Delilah should be the single for like a week. And then they should ditch it fast because it says, hey, Kiss is back, but it also says, hey, this isn't commercial and this won't be a huge hit. All for the Glory could be a huge hit. That or say, yeah. Dangerous. When I first saw the title, I'm like, this looks stupid. And then I listened to it, and it was awesome. And I read the lyrics, and I'm like, okay, I get it. And then I gave it a thumbs up. That's my bit on that. Gentlemen, uh, this is Mandrake. Let me comment on Eric's song first. I'll echo Jeff's comments that I, too, think it could be worked as a single to rock radio. I disagree with a couple of the commenters, though, that um, it's a better single than a modern-day Delilah. I think that was the right choice to work to uh, rock radio. It's the most obvious single to me for uh, a modern listening audience on uh, the rock format. Uh, It's performing right on cue. Uh, you know, peaking at 11 last week on Billboard's Heritage Rock charts. Um, it may climb back up. It still has a bullet. I think it was the right choice for the single, but Eric's song, I think it has one of the stronger courses of the entire album. I actually think it would be a very good, if they're going to truly perform three songs from this album, um, I think it would be a great song in the live setting. And I'm just jazzed that uh, they didn't force Eric to sing a ballad. Yeah, me too. <laughs> as far as uh, Dangerous, not one of my favorite. I, again, I, it's you rank them as favorite to least favorite on this record. This one is not one of my favorites. I love the song though. It's it does sport when I what I think is one of the better riffs. The main riff of the song yeah. is so strong, and um, it, it, it sticks in my skull after I hear it. I just think that's one of the strong points of that song. I like that opening with the yeah that one single guitar. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Yep, so it's, it's great all... opening. Hey, Absolutely. Gary, yes, sir. I think we just found my replacement. Oh, he's got a good radio <laughs> voice. Yeah, he's got a good radio voice. <laughs> Guys, I'm in radio. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm at so the station. Go. I'm losing my job after they get catch wind of this. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to take you down. <laughs> I always say that I have a face for radio. So, uh, You and me both, my well, friend. Listen, if you're going to lose your job, then air this episode before you go. Yeah, definitely. There you go. There you go. Uh, now let's uh, check out. Uh, we, I'm going to introduce a caller, but we're going to get to what Adrian and Trout and their thoughts on dangerous right after I say hello to this caller. Um, hello, it's Alex again. Alex, but I just I just wanted to comment because you're coming up to one of my two favorite tracks, the next one, mm-hmm. which is I'm an animal. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to comment on that, but this is beyond the discussion with dangerous. To me, that song has a creature slash lick it up vibe to it. Did you guys catch that at all with the intro? A lot of people are saying that on the board, that it has a creature's vibe. Dangerous? Like, I, no, to me, it's, it sounds so much like a rock and roll over outtake, that, uh, that chord pattern. But I'm just, I'm to just me, ready it just to sounds hear. new. Yeah. I'm just ready to hear Vinnie Vincent see Kiss for this now, too, you know, ready for Vinnie Vincent to come sing. Oh. <laughs> so you're saying it might be a leftover Vinnie Vincent track. Adrian? Yeah. Well, for me, it sounds kind of like it can be on, on Killers. Okay. You know, the, yeah, it can fit nicely with uh, Nowhere to Run and I'm a Legend Tonight. Yeah. Interesting. I, I, I kind of okay. got that vibe from it. Killers, you know, Creatures Killers, kind of, you know, early 80s, but heavy 80s. Adrian, I'm so glad that you brought that up because when, when I first heard this record, I called Ken and I said, there's, there's a record that never came out, and it's the record that the return to rock sound around the time of The Elder, right? And they, they yeah. skipped that, they went to The Elder, then came Killers, then came Creatures. Yeah. And this record kind of fits into that twilight zone between Unmasked, The Elder, and Creatures. It's right there. Yeah, almost almost like the costumes kind of fit between the Destroyer, Rock and Roll Over, Love Gun era. Yeah. Right in yeah, between there. That is true. Yeah. I mean, one, of the first, yeah. one of the first albums I had was the Killers album, because my dad being in the Philippines, that was a tape he could study half. So I used to listen to Killers. So when I heard the Killers was in the U.S., I was like, what are you talking to? That's a great tape. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Trout. We want to hear your intake on Dangerous. Thank you for being patient, Trout. Oh, Trout. Oh, oh hey, hey. I'm... <laughs> um... Trout, you got to quit drinking and pay attention to the show. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah. Uh, this is actually probably in my top five, and uh, the opening verse is probably my favorite opening verse since maybe All American Man. And wow. um, you know, I just uh, when I first heard it, I just ran and just turn it up because it's just awesome. Nice. But on that note, actually, uh, my phone's dying out. And I'm no! About. Really no, sorry. Nice. Trout, we are so but, glad um, you were part of this tonight. Gary, Ken, I love the show, and you guys know it, and I just want to say thanks for everything. Well, I can't Thank speak you. on behalf of KISS, but I think this is your KISS record because this is the one that came out for you because yeah. it's your first KISS record. <laughs> Enjoy this night. This is a special time. Yeah, man. Happy Sonic, Sonic Boom, Boom Day. Day. Yeah, All right, thanks, absolutely. Guys. And don't yeah. forget right. to watch Kiss. Oh yeah, on, on Letterman. Letterman. Okay. Hey, Trout, I love you, Trout, I love your post on Kiss back too, bro. All yeah. right, thank you guys. Right, stay positive, bro. Okay, yeah, our next positive. track is I Am an Animal.
Love the scream. Love the scream. That is awesome. You know, to me, that song is the love child of War Machine on Holy Put Together with either Anthemic, the I Take No Rules, and I'm on my own. Yeah. Can we call it the bastard child because it really fits? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to the podcast show. Hey, guys, it's Shoopy. Shoopy! Hey. Shoopy! How's it going? Just wanted to chime in quick and say, you guys are doing a great job with the show, and I love the album. I drove to Walmart at midnight last night to get it. I'd drive 40 miles to do so, but it was worth well worth the drive. Wow. Excellent. Excellent. What's your favorite track on the album? Uh, so, so far, you know, I'm kind of torn between, uh, uh, actually, I really like When Lightning Strikes and uh, Never Enough, I'll probably get flamed for that, but I don't know. I would, Never Enough just kind of sticks with me. I don't know if it's the, the pseudo-poison they say is in there or whatever you want to call it, but <laughs> that one just really sticks with me. Are you, do you it's know just which, a good song. Yeah, yeah exactly. But, now, yeah. now, do you know what Jennifer Love Hewitt's favorite track is off the CD? <laughs> Well, okay. when I uh, go up and ring your doorbell later on, I'll find out for sure. But uh, please, no. please let me know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're I on the discussion for celebrity stalking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's okay. our next show. <laughs> I hope my wife doesn't hear the show. Exactly. <laughs> so, so let's go around the room and talk about I am an animal. The, the question quick, quick, I have. Running out of time. And quick, quick, because we're running out of time. That's right. The, the question I have is: We've had God of Thunder, Unholy. Will this? become the Gene Blood song at some point. Shoopy, what do you think? Yeah, it very well could. I mean, it's, it'd be nice if they could incorporate four new songs, you know, one for everybody, and then make that, make I Am Animal and Gino's, you know, signature song here for a while. I agree. Adrian, what do you think of I Am An Animal? I think it's kind of like uh, modern day uh, Almost Human. Kind of yeah. has a similar yeah. vibe. Sure. Yeah, I'm Good. hunting, you know, I'm an animal, and, you know, he was, you know, similar thing in a almost human. Yeah. Now that not exactly an animal, but you know, I, I, you, I think you hit something on the head there, Jeff. What do you think? I think it's one of the songs they'll end up playing on their tour, and uh, it's a great song. I talked to you before about this, and Gary might have mentioned that too. I hear Black Sabbath in there right before the lead. It's the rhythm guitar that you hear through the lead and stuff. That sounds Black Sabbath to me. It sounds awesome. I love it. So I was wondering if Eric kind of influenced it from his Black Sabbath Black days. Sabbath days. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. makes you wonder how they, how they, you know, how they came across that. But just a great song, excellent song all around. And Gene, Gene has been on fire. Like when I saw him in Montreal, they made a sound trouble, but Gene and all them, like they all played great. They were doing great, but Gene was just on fire and everything. Like you know, no sixty-year-old is sixty years old ain't slowing that guy down. Right on. So. Mike, yeah. I agree with Jeff. I, I, I pick up a little Sabbath in it. I think it's awesome to have a uh, heavy Gene song on here. And I'll keep it quick. I love the scream at the end. Love it, love it, love it. How can you not? How can you not? Shades of the Lick It Up album. Mandrake, your thoughts? Uh, my favorite on the album, uh, uh, dark, heavy, like the other songs you guys have referenced already, Almost Human, God of Thunder, Unholy, War Machine. It's it's that really heavy Kiss song that you can showcase the demon persona on top of, and it just seems tailor-made for Gene. And uh, I agree, it'll be uh, it would work in a live setting absolutely. Okay, who's left? Who hasn't talked? I think it's a Alex. great song, uh, and they can play it unplugged and call it "I'm a Vegetable." <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> Gary, don't get your day job. I'm going to say that it's a good song, but I really think when you've got God of Thunder and Unholy and all these other songs, I really don't think it should be the Gene Blood song. Just because if you're going to play a Gene song from the album, there's better Gene songs on it. I'd rather hear Russian Roulette than That Live. I yeah. play them all. Okay. I both, Just to be honest with you, right now, this is my favorite track on the album. It's really good. The song my, is my... Sorry, I was going to say, the song is my warm-up song. If I go to work and stuff, I've been singing there at work going, you know, I'm alive. <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> it's, cool. just, it's just flat out the warm-up song. You know, I think I've annoyed everybody at my job because I keep singing the chorus when I'm in the back room at work and stuff. It's a great song. Wakes you up, gets you pumped. If you got a bad day, sing that song and you're ready to go. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Now we got two songs and eight minutes to go, so I'm going to play both. Quick, quick, quick. I'll go. Okay. I'll, all right. I'm going to play both. I'm going to play samples of both of these songs. Then we're going to go yeah. around the room and talk about the two of them, and then we're all going to go watch Letterman. Right on. Yeah. concert. Hey everyone, let me hear you say yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Come on, Cleveland, I know you can do better than that. No, anyway, um so anyway. <laughs> Oh yeah. Okay. Lightning strikes, awesome. It's about time. Tommy Sayer rocks, he earned it. Uh you know, critics be damned, uh, uh haters be damned. This is an awesome song. Well done, Tommy. My second I say well, track on the album. Nice. I say well done, Tommy also. Anyone hear the ACDC in there? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Highway uh, to Hell. Yeah. 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 Or that, or it's like Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap, I think it was. Yeah. Did I mention that before, Ken? Was yeah. that the one? Yeah. Yeah, well, that, that riff there, I love hearing that. I thought it was great. Leads are in there. He sounds like Gene to me in that song. Mandrick, yeah, what do you think as like well? Uh, a great, great song. Great Adrian? song. Well done, Tom. Yeah. Yeah, his vocals are amazing, you know. I didn't expect, well, you know, again, I'm not saying Tommy is a you know, bad singer, but we've never heard him, you know, on a on a Kiss album before singing, you know. Yeah, who knew? Right. You know, this time he really showed that, man, he has a voice. He has a really good yeah, voice. Yeah, it's refreshing. Great addition to, yeah. the, to the band. Great addition. Surprising. Literally surprising here. Shoopy next? 
Yeah, it was very surprising to hear how good his voice was. You know, you see those little video snippets of him croaking out that little part and shouted out loud. It's like, oh my God, I didn't let him sing. But <laughs> exactly, yeah, exactly. Uh, Mandrake, um, I've got a fever, and the only prescription is more cowbell. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> I made that same joke hand, earlier today. Did Did you use it today? Yeah. On the Did I miss it on the beginning of the show? I'm sorry. No, 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 not. Well, but, around my other show, around my house. Not gotcha. <laughs> my imaginary show. The um, CD as a whole, you know, sets up that joke, but um, that song especially, and um, yeah. I love it. It's just got it's it's accessible. It's instantaneous. I like Tommy's uh, uh, solo on that song in particular. Great solo. It's a great guitar solo. I think his vocals are strong, and um, kind of like the Eric song. If we lived in an era where multiple singles could be worked from a, you know, classic hard rock album, then I could see this being a single. Right. I'd say the same thing. Same thing, Phil. Mike? You know, uh, I agree with a lot of that. Um, I, I feel a, a bit of a, a ACDC vibe at the beginning. And I'm going to go out on a limb on this. The harmonies remind me of the Eric Carr rockology song, uh, Eyes of Love. It has... It has a, a harmonic uh, feature to it that reminds me a lot of that. And I actually pulled it out today just to listen to that again. And yeah, it, it, it sounded like that to me. Yeah. And I'm okay. so glad it's not about outer space. Me too. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay, we have four minutes left. The track whoa, whoa, whoa. You guys keep forgetting me. You guys keep forgetting me. Go. Okay. <laughs> One thing that I noticed wasn't on the album was like a song with that hotter than hell 70s groove, but yeah. there is also that 70s glam rock groove, and this song has that cool 70s glam rock groove, so that's why I like it a lot, and I think it should definitely be played live. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's great. When he says the line, um, I'll take the lead and it's my turn to shine, he totally yep. shined on this song. He kicked butt with it. Yes. Okay. Yep. Yep. Okay, say yeah. Let's go around the room. Adrian? Quick, quick. Uh, I love the lyrics, man. <laughs> the best Paul lyrics since our own service. I love this, uh, you know, the sex sexual humor of Paul. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you something. The Polly girls out there love it, too. Uh, All the girls are going crazy for this track. Uh, yeah. Okay, Mandrake? Uh, great way to wrap up the album uh, on a unifying note, like the lyrics of that song and, and that chorus. Uh um, it'll be great in a live setting if they choose to play that one in concert, and uh, I just think it's a great tune and one of uh, Stanley's highlights. This is the greatest. It's a great ending song for the album. I'll put it there. Shoop. Oh, I love it, man. It's just it doesn't sound like anything Paul's ever done before to me, anyway. So it's something new from him. Um, sounds like uh, live. Sounds like live to win to me. Okay. Like the best the song. The best song on live to win. Yeah, <laughs> like it's a good song and all, but it it's just sounds like it's live to win type error or whatever. That that it's a good ending to that album though, to Sonic Boom. Though, I must Definitely, it really is, and it does. It kind of puts a book end on the album. Gary, and your Paul, thoughts? And Paul right. deserves that because he produced it beautifully, and he took. Yeah, that I guess you're right. Yeah, and he deserve he deserves that kind of you know beginning and end to that record because he he st he stepped up to the plate and he knocked it out of the ballpark. Okay, we're pretty, much, we're, we're, we're pretty much done with the show. I'd like to thank everybody that was uh, 
part of this craziness tonight. Yeah. And uh, great that we could all be here and enjoy the enthusiasm of a brand new Kiss release on the day of. Thank you all for being part of this. Thank oh, you. Yeah. Hey, thanks a lot, Thank guys. Thank you for doing this. Oh, Enjoy it, guys. Hey, Adrian. Adrian, can you do my can you do my voicemail? Your voice is great, dude. <laughs> <laughs> happy Sonic Boom problem. Day, guys. Ha- happy Sonic Boom Day, Gary. Yeah, you too, man. Gary. Sonic Boom. Yeah. Yep. Thank you, um, Gary. Thank you for everything and for uh, setting up the podcast for all of us. And uh, whoever thought we'd be here to celebrate a brand new fifth album. Yeah, I absolutely. And Ferk, and Ferk, I'm sorry about the technical difficulties. We love you. Enjoy the record, and we'll see you at Podcast 25. Mm. Podcast 25, going to be in your face soon. We're waiting. And that's our show. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check us out on the web at www.podcast.com. If uh, you have any suggestions, comments, or just want to talk to us, drop us a line at podcast at gmail.com be sure to check out James's other site which is called zombiefaq.com for all you white zombie fans it's the place to be a big thanks to Julian and all of our friends over at kissfaq.com big thanks to all of our pals at mykisslife.net Keith LaRue and all the staff over at kissonline.com they do a great job representing the hottest band in the land our good buddy Ken at his website which is called kissfansite.com thanks for all you do for the podcast your great graphics if you have a kiss related website and want us to uh, mention it in the show notes or uh, possibly talk about it on the air, just let us know and we'll see what we can do about that. As James mentioned, be sure to check out KISS Online for links to all the individual band members' websites. And as always, a big thanks to Gene Simmons, Paul Stanley, Ace Fraley, Peter Chris, Vinnie Vincent, Bruce Kulik, Eric Singer, Tommy Thayer, and the memories of the late, great Eric Carr, and the late, great Mark St. John. You are KISS... And we are your army. Thanks for listening. Good night.